Welcome to Men Speaking Out. It's a podcast where men talk to reveal, not to conceal. My name is Boz, and I'm your host. And before I go any further, let me break it down to you what our podcast is all about. Men Speaking Out is a show where men can open up and communicate honestly and freely on subjects that we sometimes hide behind or are concerned with what someone might think, someone might say, or even have an opinion of. Subjects like expressing our manhood, family, politics, jobs, parenting, relationships, including marriage and divorce, love, commitment, infidelity, sex, and whatever else that impacts us as men in our daily lives. This show does contain some adult language and content, so I'm going to forewarn you before we get down to business, this show is not for the lighthearted. Also, before we get started, visit us at menspeakingout.com and check out some of the hot topics, past podcasts, even submit an idea for the show. So let's get ready and enjoy the show. Hey, what do you say? This is Boz and Men Speaking Out, and I'm here once again uh, for our annual Super Bowl trip that we always take this time of year. We are all big football fans, and I'm joined with my tremendous, outstanding brothers uh, for another year of a podcast that we're going to talk about the value of friendship right here. Uh, we're going to go around the room. I got my man on my left, uh, Mr. Joe Diller. Yeah. What's up? Yeah, what's going on, baby? Super Bowl weekend, man. Good you're having us, boss, man. Hey, we make it do what it do all the time, man. I know that's right. I know that's right. Across from me, I got my man, BJ. What's going on, BJ? Hey, nothing much, boss. You know, just chilling here, and thanks to be here. Okay. Thank you for coming back. It's good to see you. Okay, always and, a pleasure. And right here on my right is my man, San Francisco 49er fan. Yes, sir. Eric, what's going down, bruh? Bang bang nine again. It's always a pleasure, Boz. I appreciate being on the podcast this evening. And hey, we're gonna make it do what it do. Come this Sunday for Super Bowl, the 49ers will be triumphant. Quest for six, baby. 
Okay, we didn't ask for all that, but that's all right though. <laughs> you got it. Okay. It's exclusive. It's exclusive. It's exclusive. It's exclusive. You heard it here first. I know that's right. But today's subject, like I said once again, the subject today um, is about the value of friendship. You know, as I sit here around the table um, with my brothers here, I look at the longevity of our friendship. Um, I've known a couple of these brothers here at the table, one for 45 plus years and the other one for 35 plus years. And of course, obviously, my man across from me uh, for a couple of years now too. And I, this, it just makes my heart smile internally because, you know, this is a weekend that we have out of the year that we do fellowship, right? It's a weekend for men's self-care. Right, we would, I think, if I'm not mistaken, we even did a podcast about men's self-care at this same exact table that we did a couple years ago. So mm-hmm. I'm here to uh, reintroduce, you know, about this podcast about the value of friendship. So, BJ, let me ask you, what's the value of friendship to you? Well, the value of friendship to me is, uh, you know, someone who is non-judgmental to bring you your true self, and also be aware of you know if, if you're wrong they, they look out for you and they want they, they let you know that you know that that you know if you if you might be doing the going the wrong path they at least let you know hey this ain't what you're doing at least try to look out for you so i think friendship yeah. is, is very very important because you know it's like family that's right. That's right. Because DNA don't make your family. Love does. There you yeah. go. You know what I mean? For sure. Mm-hmm. What about you, San Fran? Absolutely. So uh, the value of friendship to me is is that a, it's accountability. It's it's reliability. It's those things that you know without a doubt that you can share some information. You know, rely on, on a brother. You know, within. You know your inner circle that you call a friend can be there for you you can trust their opinion you can trust their values and you can also just rely on them when you need them the most you know whether it be someone to listen to you someone to aid and assist you uh in any dire need or just to make a situation go right and that's what i call the definition of a good friend okay i can dig that what about you joe Hey, I did owe that. <clears throat> Excuse me, I did owe that. Uh, what he just said, you know, just even the words of holding you accountable, you know what I'm saying? Just, and then you don't need no yes person, you know. I can say, hey, Wallace, <clears throat> don't you think, shall I do this or do that or whatever, knowing that it's probably not right for me, I need a friend that, you know, just be like, no, nah, you can't do it, you know. You can't, uh, you know, once you try it this way, brother, instead of a person being a yes man, like, yeah, 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 I think you could or whatever, but, you know, but uh, yeah, I ditto both of the guys, what they say. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that I, I um, echo both what y'all saying. I think that for me, you know, especially going through this past year of challenges, you know, with relationships and and children and, and things of that nature. From my perspective, you know, it's good to have friends because, you know, where would I have been if I didn't, if I couldn't share some of my challenges, right? I keep all right. that stuff bottled inside and I, don't, I couldn't, 
you know, um, really express myself and share it with you guys because, you know, the other times I just didn't want to hear none of the shit y'all was talking about, but I needed to hear it because what it did for me was say, listen, these guys, they don't, they they love me, you know, and so as a, as my, as the little brother in the mix, I need to take what this what, what I'm being told and receive it. And it's like, you know what? These guys would not tell me anything that they wouldn't do themselves, especially you, E. <laughs> you know, but at the same token, I got to take that and be like, you know what? They just wanted my, my best interest. So to me, a friend, a dear friend, is the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything else in between. And you got to take what's being said to you and take it like it's being said to you out of love. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's not personal. Well, it's, it's personal, but also at the same time, it's not to be put down. It's to be, listen, sometimes, you you know, you got to hear shit you don't want to hear. Right? I don't want a friend telling me this shit I want to hear. Exactly. I want them to tell me what I need to, what I need to know. Right? Because. Yeah, that's getting that. Yeah. Exactly. But what, 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 that's not a friend. That's not a friend. You know? It's not a friend for you to just be like, well. Boss, let me tell you, you know, something that's going to make you feel good. No, Jack, let me tell you the truth, what you need to be doing exactly. in order to make yourself a better man. Absolutely. Even if you don't want to hear it, you know, yeah. they telling you, you know, yeah. your friend telling you. So, yeah. at least you can always go back, damn, you know, why does he told me right, man, but we could have heard words like, oh, Nick, man, motherfucker, you don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, you just saying that because you, woo, woo, but... Yeah, hey, he means well, and he's yeah. man, you know. So, uh, yeah, and, all the real. And, Those tough conversations. Yeah, yeah. Those tough and, conversations. Just, you know, and, yes, man. And you know, like like I say, with friends, you know, you you get to let let your true self down. And you know, the thing about that is that you know, like I say, not really judge, but then if they if they know that you're going the wrong path, they at least let you know to try to steer you back in. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They can say, "Look, you know, you know, Boz, that's not you. You know, mm-hmm. you know, right. something wrong. You know, they they also sensitive sensitive enough to to know what's going on with you, mm-hmm. and also um, have enough courage enough to, to steer you in 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 the right path mm-hmm. and in your best interest. Right. But I guess the, the, on the back end of that, how you receiving it? What? Well, you got the person, trans- or the person, or, or, or right, the person, is or it? the friend. Because see, what I'm saying is, if if let's say if, if I'm trying to tell you, you know, constructive criticism and say, look, this has come out of the heart. Right. This is this is this is why I think that you know you doing or not doing or blah blah blah. Now it's up to you, as a friend. How you receive it? You receive it. Then you got to make sure that you know. I hope my 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 uh, words carry value to you. That yeah. you feel that okay, he's mm-hmm. coming from a place of 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 a, of a true heart. That hey, you know maybe uh, he means. I well. gotta I gotta do you know take this in consideration. Right. Yeah. I I think my my question behind that is is that you know in the delivery, right? Because there's times you can say something that could be like offensive. And you could be like, well, damn, I really want to hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? But maybe sometimes in the de- delivery, but sometimes the hard truth yeah. is easier than an easy lie. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's hard truth, easy lie. Yeah. But, and also, you know, also coming from a friend's standpoint, 
we friends. All right, if I if I kind of say it the wrong way, you know, you, you know what I mean well. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, the, you know, that, that's that's that goes without question, right? But I think trust is huge. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, because there's information that's I didn't gave, information I didn't receive, and maybe my delivery may have been like, you know, not the best. And when I received it, maybe I looked at it from a different perspective. But sometimes you got to look at things holistically and not just, you know, step out of your box, right? And, and, and for me, I think that, you know, we have all have shared stuff, the good, the bad, and ugly about different situations in our relationships, with our children, with our careers, and stuff like that, right? So, yeah, health. Yeah, yeah, health as well, right? That's, that's big time, health, mm-hmm. right? So... You know, and we and we've joked around and said, well, "Hey man, let's want you try this or do this, or whatever." But the challenge is, the challenge in this space is, is that how is it received, right? Are you? Do I feel you're telling me something that's gonna help me, or are you telling me your experience? Because we all got different experiences, right? Right. Yeah. You know. So you tell me what worked for you, but I'm letting you know what's working for me. So am I looking at that as like? Well, shit, you don't understand what I'm going through because you went through this way. You went left. If I'm going right, we're still going to the same, the same destination. It's just that we're taking two different routes to get there. So the question is, how is something like that received from a from sometimes you, when you don't even want to hear it, but you know it's it's, it's been spoken to you out of love from your friend, right? Yeah. Yeah. How do you receive it? Yeah. So like I said, you got you got to have it right frame of mind where you know that it's coming from a place from the heart. Right, from that person. From that person. I mean, like I say, you might receive it a different way. Yeah. I mean, it's just like somebody strung out on drugs or something, and you know your friend is strung out on drugs. You try to help him and and tell him, look, you know this, but he don't want to hear. You don't want to receive it until really he hits rock bottom. And then that's when it's like, okay. Yeah. You know, and, that, and that's the thing. And it's on that person. Mm-hmm. It's on that person. To, you know, to receive it and how they receive it. Because <clears throat> like he was just saying, you know, you tell me I'm on drugs or whatever, you, he, you know, and I'm steady, you you know, you're giving it to me, but I ain't receiving it the way you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, I'm still doing me, I'm woo this and that. Until what? You say you hit rock bottom, like damn. Then you you know get your life together. You try to you know this and that. So I think it's on the other end of the person how they receive it. You can put it out there because you see it. As in you know my guys, my friends, family. It's how I receive it. You know so. So let me ask this question then. So when it comes to you know. You know, we talk about the receiving and you know the giving information and how it's being disseminated you know amongst the two people the question I have is is that you know what if you know you're trying to share your experience with somebody or your friend and you're trying to make sure like they don't slide down that that, that razor blade pole into a pool of alcohol you know what I mean and so oh, you try yeah. to stop them <clears throat> once again oh yeah you can't tell me nothing I got this. Thanks anyway. I appreciate it, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my own thing. I'm notorious for that shit. 
<laughs> I'm quite honest with you. I'm, I speak into existence. I'm the tour. I'm like, I got this, right? But sometimes we got to take a step back. And I'm learning as I go, right? Like I said, building the plane as we flying it, right? So I'm learning as we go. Take a step back. Like, okay, she, uh, she ain't got all the answers. Sometimes you need people to yeah. to, to, to tap you on the shoulder and be like, oh, well, no. Yeah. I know what you're trying to do. Oh. But maybe you need to go this way, right? So, Eric, my question for you is, is that, you know, you you deal with a lot of people, of course, down here, good old sun, the Sunshine State, um, and you also have helped people. You also have coached people. You also have, whether it's monetary or just advice, and because you were a friend, how does that make you feel? when that individual or people have not reciprocated that enough to say, you know what, let me make sure I make sure he's okay because he went out his way for me. Let me understand the question. So you're asking how do I feel when it's when it's not reciprocated or is reciprocated? When it's not reciprocated, okay. right? So how do you feel? Well, I, let me take the word feel out of it. How do you handle, you know, when you pour into somebody as a friend, help somebody out as a friend, do what you can do as a friend, and you're like, now, they, now you're really running on E because you didn't gave your, 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 your tank is empty. Are you still hopeful that that person will come around to reciprocate or are you like, you know what, it's a wrap? No, I, uh, I make it a, a, uh, a priority to always be hopeful. If uh, the individual uh, that I consider a friend is not very receptive to what I may share, what I may bring to the table as a friend, as a, as a friend, then I just continue to use another uh, avenue of what I call prayer. I pray for that person. Mm -hmm. I pray that they were able to uh, receive whatever I had to share and had to offer. I pray that they have clarity. I pray that they have abundance. I pray that they have quick knowledge of what's better for them. So if they can't hear it, understand it, or receive it from me, that they get it from whomever it may come from, another person of the higher power, however it's achieved, that they get what they need. And as long as they get what they need, then my heart is content. My job is done. I feel fulfilled that I can consider someone a friend even though that I know that my advice or my suggestions may fall on deaf ears, that I can continue to advocate for them in a form of prayer to get what they need to be the better version of them. Okay, all right. What about you, Jenny? What do you? What? How do you? How do you handle when you pour out to someone, um, friend, family, and I keep it one hundred. I, I, you know, uh, if I've been through it, I want to teach the ones that's probably not, <clears throat> excuse me, or haven't been through it, either by getting checked out or anything, you know what I'm saying? That was one thing with you guys, man, I got, you know, your health is your wealth. Mm -hmm. and I'm just going in that category, but, uh, <clears throat> damn, excuse me, but, uh, but yeah, I just try to just keep it 100, just in anything, if I'm talking to you from my kids or family or friends, like, okay, yeah, we can 
joke all day on little shit here and there, but then I come right back now on the real. Hey, such such that, such such this, just like, you know, earlier this year, boss, you challenged us, no drinking all month. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, and I think with us, we being guys, we challenge each other. So just in, in my situation, being through what I've been through, just us being black, just, you know, just getting checked out. And mm -hmm. at the same time, just mm -hmm. still, uh, just still trying to educate, you know. I can't make the other person do what they want to do, but at least putting it out there, you know. I mean, yeah, I'm with you, you're right. I do have another, I do have another question though. Um, trying to see how I want to word this. Um, okay, let's say your kids, right? You, you got some parents out here that's their kid's friend, their child's friend, right? I'm not your friend, I'm your father. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. How do you, how do you see, is there any value in being your, your child's friend? No, it ain't no goddamn. Right. <laughs> Hell no. Mm -mm. Explain. Because always, you know, I tell them, I, I, I'm not. You can be mad at me, you can suss whatever you want to do. I ain't your friend, you know. I'm your parent, I'm your father. So, you know, people want to build that coalition. They want to, you know, I'm your friend, you can talk to me, you can tell me anything. Then when they blow back up in their face, then they need help with whatever. I, I can't deal with such and such. I can't whatever, you know. But I, in the beginning, you 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 know, you was being a friend. You was whatever. Now the disrespect come in. They can whatever with you. You know, even if it's from calling you by your first name and uh, damn they're cussing you out. Nah, nah, I don't play that shit. That's 100 with me. Fuck that. I, you know. I keep it, I keep it 100, I'm whatever. And then if I see it, I try to be like, nah, don't, whatever. But you can't uh, tell the person about their child. Right. Like if you son such with, you know, one of your girls or you with your kids or you with your daughter or whatever, you know, I can kind of offer an opinion, but I can't, you know, uh, kind of not monitor it but just uh oversee it or whatever because you're gonna you get the last word you know what i'm saying um yeah so does it so so when you see when you see people and this is a question for you and you when you see parents who are you know they 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 uh their child's friend and you're like how does that make you feel when you, when you see the key, the child negotiating? I ain't saying kids, kids are goats. I say child. When the child negotiates with their parent, you know, because I didn't have people in my life. I just seen women I didn't date smoke weed with their mom. I'm like, for real? You know, you know, and I mean, it's like, and they were like in their 20s, and their mom, their parents is grown. I'm just like, what the hell is this? You know, and then they had no respect for their, their parent because they, a friend versus being a parent, right? And then it's the stems and it goes and it goes. And there's no discipline, no structure, this rebellion. 
have you have you seen that? And have you seen it? What was your response? Well, let's see. Uh, you know, I'm I'm old school, so it's like uh, from a from a father perspective. I know my daughter's growing up. I'm her father first, friend second, maybe even third, because uh, you know, coming from a friend of. I think if you come from a friend standpoint, you know, they feel like you're their equal. Mm-hmm. And so so they could say anything, do anything. That's the same with, 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 with you, uh, Joe, was that, you know, that, that's the disrespect from. And then also they feel like there's no boundaries. Now, when I see that out in public and stuff, now I, I can't, everybody parent their, their child, whatever, you know, whatever, but when I see it, uh, you know, I'm more like, you know, look at them and say, look, you know, you need to have more respect for your parents. But that's not my but place. If the parent, but if the parent, that's ain't, not my place, though. Yeah, but if the parent ain't, ain't, ain't asking for more respect, right? Then how can you? How can, who are how you? Can, right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I can't. I can't say it, but in my mind, I'm like, you know, but that he, wouldn't happen. That wouldn't happen to my child. Right. But do you think that you should speak up sometimes? Are you overstepping? No, your because balance? no, because because they parent the way they want to parent. So my thing is that uh, everybody's child is different, and I wouldn't I would I would feel offended if if another parent come in and try to tell me how to parent my child. So I wouldn't I wouldn't try to mm-hmm. put that on, upon them either. Mm-hmm. So, but I know in my mind I'm like, you know, they if that's how they choose to be be their friend. You know, they got a different path than mine. My daughter is because my daughter know that I'm her father first. Um, we're going to switch gears a little bit because what needs to happen is is that we're showing, you know, the value of friendship between friends here at the table, and we're also showing the value between parents and children. And so I do that because I want the, our listeners to understand how we were raised, old school. Our parents weren't our friends at all. They were our parents. So we had each other to really depend on and to be friends with. There were things we couldn't share with our family. There were things we couldn't even share with our own brothers and siblings and sisters. But guess what? I can tell my friend on my left. I can tell my friend on my right. I can tell my friend in front of me that I can't even, even to this day, can't share with my own per- my family. Because the relationship is just isn't there with family members. And we said it ourselves. I think we share things with each other that we don't even share with our siblings, right? We disclose information because we know the value of our friendship here at the table. So what I want to do is I want to go ahead and shift gears for a second. I want to talk to you, Joe. And I want you to tell me how you and Eric met and what made y'all click and vibe today, even to this day, the value of that relationship. Because although we all here at the table, we all have our independent relationships with each other, right? Mm-hmm. So something had to keep you there, and something had to keep him there. And what was it? Oh yeah, no, he he, he was a cool guy. Uh, we both we all went out for track. Me, my brother, him. Uh, Couple of more people, but anyway, he was uh, I guess a stretch 
fanatic. <laughs> you know, I can't even touch my toes. It's going down. And he did it going backwards, touching the ground and this and that. And uh, shit, I was scared of losing the position. You know, kind of man, effing around with him. But uh, but make a long story short, uh, him and my brother, they was real close. And uh, he kind of twinkled down to me. And just us doing our idols of uh, New Edition. He was kind of a fan of them too. Got in the group. And, uh, but not just performing, but otherwise as in just being friends, you know, freshman year, high school, and and he shit, he, hey, my brother been there ever since, man, so, shit, I know we cocktail and conversation, and, uh, right. hey, salute, 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 baby, so, it's all good, and he just been around ever since. So, damn, you been dealing with nigga all this time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. God. You know, mom's cool, family cool. It was just, man, and he was different, you know, so it was all good. That goddamn stretching and shit, I said, damn, <laughs> uh, this motherfucker, he, he getting somebody position. <laughs> I'm like, damn, so, but shit, but it worked all out, and shit, we just been friends ever since. All right, all right that's what's up. Now, BJ, mm -hmm. how, did, how did you and I connect? Oh. <laughs> it's funny. We, uh... We're in a class together, it's at work. And we didn't know each other from Adam. And I don't know, I think it was sort of like, uh, uh, you know, when, when the questions were being answered in, in the training class and whatnot, and all of a sudden we just we just struck up a conversation, say, you know, it just just basically, basic was just like where you work at and blah, blah, blah. And he said, like what well, department? We both work yeah, the same company. Same company, just different departments and stuff. And yeah. then, and it was just blah, blah, blah. At first, I didn't think I was going to see him again. I was just saying, well, you know, okay, I'm over here, you over there. And then we pass each other again. We was like, well, you know what? You know, we, we had the same class together. Let's, let's, just, let's just fellowship and talk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah. once we got talking, found out he liked comic books, I liked comic books, and, and some commonality here and everything. We say, okay, well, then we just opened up to each other. Yeah, very crazy women. That was a commonality. So that's the thing. It's like, you know, you, you, you uh, just strike up a conversation and see similarities or, or, or differences or whatnot, and you just talk and then get to know each other, then you just open up. Yeah. And then that's how you, you bond a friendship, you know. Yeah. The next mm -hmm. sheet. For sure, for sure. Salute. Yep. Yeah, salute. 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 Yes. Salute. Salute. Yeah. Click, click. Can't click. click. There you go. Mm. Yeah. And so, and then what? And then on top of that too was that when um, BJ and I passed up in the hallway, you know, you was telling me that you wasn't, you didn't really have a whole lot of personal contacts at that time. Well, right. friends, right? right. And I was like, mm -hmm. this is a good brother. You know, I'm doing my podcast and I invited him over. To do a podcast, you know, mm -hmm. something much earlier, like this podcast, like episode six or something. Four. Four, Four. yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So here we are, episode 75, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So at the end of the day, um, I think that that was, you know, him uh, willing to connect. And we've connect, yeah. we going through some, some, some relationship challenges, you know, in our individual lives, not with each other, but individual lives and us. Being able to share and have a, you know someone to listen to be a confidant and to 
you know, have lunch uh, on the job. And now here we are today for year number two. Yeah, number two for me. BJ is here with us at SBW. Sure. So what I did sure. was I took BJ and I brought him into my circle, which is these two brothers next to me. So now these two brothers are your brothers. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Sure. And I appreciate sure. that too. Yeah, and that's, oh, how, yeah. and that's how I go. So, E, I got a question for you. How did you and I meet? Woo! Uh, that's a great question. Uh, we met through mutual friends, as, as always, and my closest relative, the Hoods. So you guys lived on the same block, you and JD, and uh, you guys were lifelong friends, as I came to know it, uh, New Edition fans. However, uh, you lived abroad for some portion of time. You know, mm -hmm. your, your parents were in the military, and uh, so you were either... Uh, well, from what I understand, when I met you, you were already abroad. You were just coming back home for the holidays. Uh, but outside of that, uh, that's the beginning of a newfound friendship. Is Sir. that you came home for the holidays, was introduced to me because of your closest friend of childhood, and we all uh, shared a love of new additions, singing, performing, and uh, it grew from there. Your, your sister was very instrumental in us coming together because she was an advocate in the community of Chicago for making sure that city uh, or neighborhood youth were represented, whether it be a talent show, whether it be a, a block party, whether it just be, you know, unifying mm -hmm. to say, hey, you know, we are all one big family. You know, no matter what your last name is, yeah. we're all one community family. Yeah. So I, I think we've all shared that sentiment and it helped forge a great long lasting friendship for you and I because of those grassroots, your connection with my family, your connection with a friend of mine that I went to high school with that was a childhood friend of yours mm -hmm. and it continued to foster and grow uh, in that aspect. So uh, that's huge. That's 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 not always uh, spoken of or publicized, but you know those grassroots I think would be a great pillar in the country for people to kind of look back, grab hold, or foster any of those uh, habits, intentions, and now implement them here in the future to go forward to make us all better to make people understand that, you know what, it's not just a friendship, it's a community. Yeah, that's real. You know, and it's, I remember uh, coming home that summer, because I came home from Rochelle's wedding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember coming home, coming home that summer. And uh, of course, the first house I stopped by was Joe's, you know, stopped by his house. And uh, it's like a little, little mini reunion, right? And so Joe kept saying, where did you meet Johnny Gill, JG? I said, JG? Who the fuck is this JG? And next thing you know, the Omni come up in the Dodge <laughs> with a big old fat steering wheel <laughs> with a sweater, oh, with yeah. a sweater arm cut out, <laughs> wrapped around the steering wheel. You know what I'm saying? I think he got out, I think he had some sort of, sort of starter jacket on or something. No, I don't think, no, it wasn't starter jackets yet. It was the shitter pants. But what, what, what you had over something? <laughs> it probably starter jacket first. Yeah, yeah, yeah the starter jacket. the MC Hammer pants. Yeah, yeah. the starter, starter jacket. And then, you know, got up and he's like, you know, hey, you know, this is, no, this is E-Love. I'm sorry. Was it E-Love back then? E-Love yeah, e back, e back then, yeah. I said, oh, okay. And we just hit it off right then. Right there. It was nothing. It was nothing yeah. else. There was no, no, let me get to know him. Let me find out what he really owned. It was really like, 
hey, this is, this is Jamil, this is E-Love, this is Joe. Next thing you know, a week or two later, we was practicing in somebody's basement doing some new additions. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because Joe took me around to meet Brandon. But Brandon came down on the block too, right? Mm -hmm. Right? And then I went to go meet, I, I think I met Sadar at that same time too, you know? And then yeah, of course, obviously, man, yeah, yeah, for Fred and them too. And then of course, also as well, since I had a love for football too, I put in practice and, um, and I practiced with them when they went through the summer training yeah. when they was in high school as well. So that kind of, so we had some interests, right? And it was it was pretty dope because, you know, um, since since that all that occurred, that was back in 1989 when it happened, right? And that was like 34 years ago. So actually. 35 years ago, you do the math. Yeah. And if you sit and think about that for a second, here we are today, older, wiser, you know, we've been through experiences, you know, challenges, you know, at, at some point in time, the three of us got shot at, right? We were sitting out in the car. Remember that one time we were sitting out in the car up there on, by the Sandpiper, right there on, 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 on Halstead. We was coming out of the liquor store. We were drinking 64 ounces there. Ooh, what the? <laughs> 64 ounce malt liquors. <laughs> you know what I mean? We, it, 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 you know, the, the cool thing about it is we used to make videos just sitting on the edge of this dude's bed here and just talking crazy and laughing and joking and just capturing moments. In fact, everybody had a high top fade and flat tops and everything else in between. And this brother right here had the, he had the, you know, the kid in play, you know, kid. Yeah. yeah, he had one of them. <laughs> You know what I mean? But at the same time, you know, that's, those are memories that we can never, ever, ever forget. Those are, that's time, it's a snapshot in time that we'll be talking about that when we get in our 70s. Talk about that hopefully, God willing, in our 80s and 90s. Yeah. But it had to start somewhere. And so but these are snapshots in history that shows you that friendships, good friendships are forever. That's real talk. Oh, yeah. You know, that's real. And I think that some people don't understand the, the importance of that because, you know, us getting shot at, uh, of course, we was the wrong place at the wrong time. But I use that as an example because that bullet hit your, your middle frame of the windshield. Correct. And if it's a little bit over, one of us wouldn't be here now. Correct. Yeah, just a little bit over. Because we was like, things. Oh, we stuck it down and you know, pulling off. And I was like, man, and we were just out. We weren't even affiliated with that old foolishness, you know. But once again, wrong place, wrong time. Mm -hmm. The bullet hit his car, and we looked at it, looked at it. I was like, wow. If that bullet would have been a little bit over, it would have caught one of us in a temple. Mm -hmm. So that right there just tells me that God had his, God had his hand on us that night, right? And so here we are, like I said, once again, here we are, you know, 30 years later. Because that was 30 years ago, truth be told. Here we are 30 years later, and we still connected by the hip as brothers. Like I mentioned earlier in this podcast, DNA don't make your family, love does. And of course, now BJ, welcome to the family as well. So now we're going to laugh, we're going to make fun of you and laugh at you. And, uh, you know, I celebrate you <laughs> celebrate you as well, you know what I mean? So once again, while we're here doing our little, our little drinking, salute. 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 salute, salute, that's right, that's right. Through the mouth, blow the nose, look out stomach, here it go. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about this for a second, right? So we're talking about just memories and, and history, right? Y'all worked at Montgomery Ward back in the day. 
Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, mul multiple companies together. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I was going through working at uh, uh, with the old, old Super Nintendo shop. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? All for one, the dollar store. I think me and Brandon was at KB Toys. Yeah, yeah. Man. And then Midas. Yeah. yeah. I was at KB Toys for a hot minute too. What? Yeah, were you? At the yeah. one in Fort City? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <coughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So, KB Toys. We didn't all took trips together. Uh, you know, with our significant others, you know, at the time, you know, whether it's Miami, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know, um, so we, we've have yeah. branched out, you know, and, and done yeah. stuff like that. So, you know, at the end of the day, man, you know, as I quote from It's a Wonderful Life, uh, he said at the very end of the movie, no man's a failure who has friends. Mm -hmm. And that's real. So, oh, yeah. what I want to ask is, for each one of you all to share a story, of something that's in relation to somebody here at the table that by chance, that you want to disclose, you don't have to disclose anything, but I'm just saying share a story like something that you and E did way back when, you know, whether it's you was, you know, uh, cleaning up the Delta or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm dating you now. <laughs> uh, you know. No, wait, hey, well, well, man, we've been through a lot. We did a whole lot. Me and you, shit, we did a whole lot. Mm, a lot. You pick, know, pick, we pick, did a lot. Picking up dead rats and throwing them on people's porches and shit. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we did that too. So, the history is there with us. I mean, you know, I can say whatever, you know, but at the same time, we know as brothers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we done us, you know, yeah. from yeah, uh, clubbing, from women, from in and out of stores, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. I don't want to sit here and just be like, yeah, I such and such and woo 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 this and, not, you know, I'm not saying nobody implicating themselves, but. Sure, sure. We, hey, we, hey, we all had a good time just going up being at the last adolescence to we young men's now and and shit we still you know we good yep. we grown got our own families we wrap a taste or two with each other mm -hmm. so hey no, I'm good with that and like Forrest Gump say and I am fine and I am damn I forgot that that's how you see it <laughs> That's all I that's got to all say, I gotta about, say about that. Right. That's what I meant to say. Jenna. And that's all I got to say about that. So, yeah. Right, oh, so. my goodness. What about you? You got anything you want to share, man? Any, any, any uh, potential stories or, or experiences that you had with, you know? You know, women. You could have four or five women at one time. You could have whatever. <laughs> Your wife could have been in the house and you was doing whatever you was doing while she was there. No. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> no, but it's all good. I'm Thoughts and views of guests are not those of me <laughs> speaking out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I just remember when uh, really I met, met you, you two. Uh, you know, went to Las Vegas. Yeah, we were in Vegas uh, together too. Vegas That's right. In 21. That's right. Yeah. That's uh, right. Right after the pandemic. No, 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 you good. Yeah. Good. yeah. yeah. You know, it was just yeah, like, you know, we, we, it was sort of like, 
hand and glove. You know, we just fit together. Yeah. You know, yeah. just things that, that yeah. um, oh. you know, that was my first time in Vegas and actually seeing both Ian and, and, and uh, Joe. And we just, you know, just, uh, like yeah. I say, hand and glove, just, just came in. And you know, I remember that because I told you, I said, we're going to Vegas. You should go, man. You should go. You know, you should go. Because I invited him, you know, BJ yeah. to come with us. I was like, you should go to Vegas with us, man. And just come on out, yeah. you know. Yeah. Man, I don't know, man. You know, I said, dude, come on. Let's go. And, I, and, see, yeah. and, and see, that's when I started having problems with my ex at that time. Don't blame no one on Don't blame this shit on me now. No, it ain't you. No, it ain't you. No, it ain't that day. Your fuck ass didn't go to Vegas. It ain't been the same since. No, it ain't that day. trips started it. No, it, we were having problems before, but then it, it 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 accelerated with that trip yeah, because I was like, you know, uh, you know, it was right after the pandemic when it kind of loosened up and everything. But, yeah. But it was one of those things that, um, you know, like that's when I noticed that that she couldn't trust me as a man mm-hmm. to uh, conduct myself. As a married man. Mm-hmm. Good point. I'm with you when you're right. But also, too, while you were going through those challenges before you wind up ending the relationship, as a friend, we was there mm-hmm. every step of the way. Yeah, every step together. of the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that, like, kind of, you know, uh, shall I say, uh, cosigns what you, you know, at that phase and stage, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and so through all the, the challenges, the legal legal challenges and, and things of that nature, you know, it, it, it was an honor as your friend to be there for you. And I'm going to continue to be there for you because you all been there for me throughout my challenges in this space. So that's what friendship's all about. Yeah. The ups, oh, yeah. the downs, the good, yeah. the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to yeah. make sure that we are sharing you know, or doing things out of love mm-hmm. for our friends, because once again, I said in the beginning of this podcast, DNA don't make your family, love does, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And you might not want to hear the shit, you might not want to tolerate it, you might not even agree with it at that time. But as long as you know the person who is who is you're sharing with or sharing with you is someone who wants the best for you, then take that and receive it. You know. And make sure that you acknowledge it. That's real. So, outside of that, is it um, is there anything you can you can say? Oh, we're going around around the table here for a second. Is there anything you can say that will make you, or shall I say, not make you? Is there anything that you can say that will help those who are listening to this podcast understand the value of friendship? Right. I, yeah. I'll kick it off. If you want me to? I believe that if you really have a friend, he or she that's trying to connect with you, they care about your well-being. You know, sometimes, you know, your color ain't your kind. So just because they look like you don't mean they're supposed to, you know, that's what it is. So you need to make sure that the person you're dealing with has your well-being in mind. Mm. Health, wealth, mental, spiritual, financial, whatever it is. Make sure you vet people out real good before you decide to call you, call them your friend. Because as you get older, your circle gets smaller. Right? 20 years ago, I had 100 friends. Today, I got four. Mm. And that's it. 
well, I got more than four, but I've been talking about as far as you know, your circle gets smaller. But I got four I can actually rely on and call, you know, and three of those four are in the room. That's real. So, yeah. yeah anything you want to add to it, Joe? No, I think uh, just staying 100. You know, if you all friends, man, and you all can talk about anything, hey, talk about it. Even if that one person been through something and another one haven't, school them on that. But at the end of the day, though, just give it 100. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, voice your opinion or whatever. And at the end of the day, that person, you know, can take it in whatever the other one said. But, you know, just just keep it real. Just, you know, because they ain't no competing with you all, you know, because at the end of the day, you won't either the next man be better, you know, than you, you know. We all boys, and we sitting right here, and let's say the lottery is a million dollars. You know, we all play it though. We play it, we whatever, but if you win, I'm not gonna hate on you. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna hate shit, man. He one of the guys, he whatever, he won, you know. I'm happy for you too, you know, so. My thing is, just keep it 100 and uh, educate each other, you know. And that friendship will go a long way on the real. Mm-hmm. Right on, right on. What about you, BJ? Yeah, it, you know, it, it kind of reminisced for me with, uh, I mean, I think uh, uh, when Houdini wrote uh, that song "Friends," mm-hmm. that that really, really uh, resonate because you know you gotta first of all once you establish that friendship, you know, and have trust and and be yourself and and uh, like I say when when you, when you go left and your friend trying to take you go straight and narrow, you you know you gotta respect that and what they trying to do and. You know, and, and just take take that, you know, uh, your friendship is for life, you know, and... Good friendships. Good friendships. Are for are, life. Yeah. Good yeah. friendships for life. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. Well, I, I want to add one more thing. Though. Sure. Okay. <laughs> All right, and, um, you know, the highs and lows, ups and downs, and uh, life happens. And, you know, like I said, I got, got friends from high school, you know, we might keep in touch, but it's one of those things that uh, you'll always be a friend. That, you know, even though what's happened in your life, what's happened in their lives, and you just, you know, you just um, try to be that person uh, to help you out, you know. And like I say, you know, be happy that your friend uh, elevates. Don't be jealous. And that's what you're saying with, with the lottery thing. You know, you're oh, happy, yeah. you happy for that person. Oh, yeah. and, and, you know, it's just genuine. So, you know, and that's another thing. You got, got to make sure those friendships are genuine. Keyword, genuine, is, that's thank you. Sure. Like you said genuine. that. E, and you want to say the cap it off? Uh, yes, thanks, Boz. Um, what I would add is, is that I appreciate each individual in the room for their friendship because it is genuine to me. Um, I would say starting with JD, 
<clears throat> you know, we've been through a lot like you expressed, and we've shown each other what the, the test of times or what friendship can be and is about. Because I believe that friendships is also truly a season. So you have some friends that are only for a season. And I employ anybody that listens to this podcast to understand just because you associate or call someone a friend doesn't mean it's a friend for life. It could be a friend for that season. But you are very fortunate and blessed to understand which friends are for life. And that goes by the body of work of genuine. You know, when you don't have a high expectation for a person, but they come through. When you build a relationship with a person to where you offer some advice or receive some advice, and it's genuine and it's fruitful, it's not forced, it's not fake. So it, it is what it is because it's for that moment. And do you find that that particular or certain amount of friends are for multiple seasons because they can impact your life over time, whether it be a year, two years, or a decade? because they've been able to share a kind word with you, some support, or you can pour into them because it's reciprocating. It's not only you needing that person, but that person needing you. So it's a dual purpose. And that, to me, you know, it forges a, 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 a bona fide friendship. And you just need to learn the difference between the latter. Meaning, is this a friend for life? Or is this a friend for a season? Because some friends can be only for a season, a year or two, five years, and then that's it. Whatever that friendship fostered, aided, secured, uh, affirmed, is just for that season. And then once that season has ended, you have to be able to accept and say, you know what, that's the end. That person was in my life only for a period. But some are in your life for eternity. So I do employ anyone that listens to this, this podcast understand that there is truly a difference. We do need friends and identify the type of friends that are in your life. And that's what I close with. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Well, first of all, or shall I say last of all, thank you all very much. I appreciate you sharing your personal thoughts on the value of friendship. Friendship is very important. And us being here is a demonstration of that. You know, being able to fellowship, being able to connect. <clears throat> I, would, I would cap this off by saying this. If you have people in your life who are bringing value to your life and they want to see you do better, yes, you might not like everything they say, you might not like everything they believe in, you might not, like you might not even like what they, their, their thoughts and morals and values. But if they're here to listen, then take advantage of that. Because that's why God gave us two ears and one mouth. For us to listen and to be a friend and to love. That's one thing that we don't do enough of, is loving each other. And I love everyone at this table. There's some challenges that I've experienced and everybody sitting here in this space has been significant in helping me get through those. So I love you guys. I appreciate you. Reach out to your friends. Take this nugget, listeners. Reach out to your friends and reestablish those relationships because you never know 
when you might not be able to see him ever again. And that's real. With that being said, this is Men Speaking Out. Call it your boy and make sure you visit us at menspeakingout.com. Um, and you can find us on all platforms of, you know, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, Google Play. And that's it. So, holla your boy. All right, peace. Thanks for listening in. Hopefully something shared today was inspiring, motivating, and will give you the ability to be a better communicator. Most importantly, now you know you aren't alone in this struggle. So join us next time as we take on another hot topic on Men Speak It Out, where we talk to reveal, not to conceal. Peace.